Hi, and welcome to More Human, More Resources, the HR podcast for entrepreneurs. I'm Vicki Brown, your host and CEO of Vidominale Enterprises. As a serial entrepreneur, I understand that having the right expert help has been critical to my success. That's why I'm dedicated to telling you, in plain language, what's going on in the world of HR that might impact your business and what you need to do about it with real actionable tips to help you master that list of must-dos and grow your leadership muscle. First things first, the information contained in this podcast is provided for general purposes only and is not to be considered legal advice. Your decision to adopt or not adopt any practice or procedure mentioned in this podcast is solely yours and we bear no responsibility for the outcome. We urge you to always consult legal counsel and other appropriate licensed professionals. And with that, let's get into the show. You're listening to Season 1, Episode 13. In this week's episode, our question of the day is what goes in the California New Hire Package? But before we do a deep dive on that question, let's take a quick look at what's happening around the nation. Governor Northam of Virginia has made it the first state to implement a permanent COVID-19 workplace safety and health standard. It includes such things as requiring employers to implement measures to slow the transmission of the disease and protect their workers. Employers are also required to assess the exposure risk level of job tasks, among other duties. Additionally, employers must ensure access to sanitizer and cleaning supplies. Check out the Littler link in the show notes for valuable details on this new requirement. In Philadelphia, three bills amending that city's background and credit screening ordinances were signed and are slated to take effect in March and April of this year. The bills expand the definition of those covered, eliminate some exceptions, and changes procedures under the credit ban ordinance. Philadelphia joined San Francisco and many other cities with local employment laws. It's always a good idea to check in with your HR expert to be sure you're in compliance with not only federal and state guidelines, but local ones as well. Now, on to the question of the day. So, in this episode, we're going to take a look at the California New Hire Package documents, and I'll give you a quick overview of each. Now, first off, the offer letter. It lays out the elements of the offer, hire date, pay structure, position title, supervisor, etc., and it serves as the confirmation of the offer. Now, if the position is non-exempt, meaning eligible for overtime, you have to also complete and include the wage theft notice. Keep in mind, this document is for non-exempt employees only. The package for exempt employees won't have the wage theft notice. Next up, we have the employment application. This is a really important legal document for the company. It gathers relevant information about the candidate and provides an overview of the company's hiring policies. Remember, California applications cannot ask for information regarding prior salary history. And also, it's best to leave off questions about date of graduation. Why? Well, because you might be able to infer someone's age, and that could run afoul of anti-discrimination laws. The next four items are related to background checks. If you run background checks on job candidates, and we recommend that you do, you must provide them the required notices and get their authorization to run the background check. 
you'll receive specific documents from your background check company, such as federal and state disclosures and summaries of the individual's rights. Now we get to the tax forms. There are actually two, one for the feds and one for the state. And it's important to have the employee complete both because each entity has their own withholding tables and categories and they don't overlap. Then there's the I-9 form. It's the federally required authorization to work in the U.S. All employees must complete this form on their first day of employment. You'll need a personal profile or something similar to collect important information on the candidate, such as emergency contacts. And as a courtesy, include a listing of the current year's pay dates. The company's pay dates are also stated on the required employment poster, so this is optional, but it's a really nice to have. It's also a good idea to include the holiday schedule, the policy on paid time off, such as vacation, sick, and personal days, and you should use this opportunity to give them a copy of the company handbook or personnel policies. The next group of documents are required by the state of California. In addition to information on the paid family leave program, there's a notice with information on the specifics of workers' compensation rights in the pamphlet called time to hire. And don't forget the details on California's disability program. And finally, notices outlining the rights of those who have been sexually harassed or are victims of domestic violence, sexual assault, or stalking should also be included. Now, if your workers' compensation insurance company provides a medical provider network, or MPN, you must also include the MPN information. And it's a great time to distribute the injury and illness prevention program required by Cal OSHA. And finally, don't forget the Affordable Care Act required marketplace notice. And that's it. Those are the documents you need for a new hire package in California. I know it may seem like a lot, but the good thing is you can pull everything together once and make it a template to reuse for all your new hires. I can help you with that. I put together an onboarding checklist to guide you through what happens when. The link is in the show notes, so be sure to grab your copy. If you found this information helpful, please leave a review and tell a friend. Thanks for spending the time. Until next week, same time, same place.